I was fascinated last week that Jerry was pounding Egg McMuffins like it was his job and dosing them with salt because he didn't care because he's 80. How about that? What better, shrimp cocktail or Egg McMuffin? Don't waste our time. It's Egg McMuffin all day. And don't get me started about those puny little cocktail rings that you buy. They're disgusting. Egg McMuffin's good anywhere. That's right. It's the Rod Peterson Show. Ah, uh, it is. Welcome. Why do I always feel like I'm behind, Moose? I am behind today. Like, you are too? I got, I need What's a, wrong with us? I need a, a napkin here. I got coffee. Clark says we're all behind, so that's okay. All I'm doing is just tweeting the links to listen and watch the show streaming online. Ooh. Hi. Good day, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to your favorite daytime sports talk show, uh, the RP Show at YouTube. What would be a cute little yes, what would be a cute little gift to tag this with? That you know that kid, uh, the little baby running out the corner, looks and then runs back. That's like just because of the own power thing. Right. That's a symbol of him. You know which one I'm talking about? I, I, I do, but I wouldn't know how, what that's labeled under. So uh, I'm just going to do a Sabres tweet. How about that? Okay. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Not a great day if you're the Buffalo Sabres. It's not as bad as you think, but hang on. Uh, Coming up on the program today, our guests are A.J. Jakubik, the voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks, Ottawa 67s, Ottawa Atletico soccer team, and the pre- and post-game host of the uh, Ottawa Senators. It's just going to be fantastic with A.J., Aaron John, and coming up in Hour 2, Andy McNamara from Sportsnet, their fantasy expert, and the host of the Cleveland Browns podcast. Uh, Canada's top Cleveland Browns podcast. One thing that's really annoying me, Moose, yes, is uh, the internet. I've said that many times. We have too many people on the internet here. Has somebody gone to a illegal site? I can't get into my emails. My my oh, firewall's up. Is that what it is? I don't know. It sounds like it. Maybe I need to step into the twentieth century and update my Yahoo account, <laughs> or get a new email Nets- address. You got to stop using Netscape Navigator. I know. Right? But it worked for so long. I know. Anyways, those are the guests today. And uh, can we hit the quick six show topics, please, Director Jordan? (laughs) Breaking news out of the National Hockey League today, and it comes from uh, upstate New York. This from Yardbarker.com. The first overall pick in this year's NHL draft will not sign with the Buffalo Sabres just yet. Owen Power has made his decision and will return to the University of Michigan for the 2021-22 season. According to Lance Lazowski of the Buffalo News, this does not mean that Power is refusing to sign with the Stabers or that the team is at any risk of losing his draft rights. Instead, it is just a player that missed out on the full college hockey experience in a COVID-restricted season and will return to school to take a shot at a national championship with a loaded Wolverine squad. Now, we were sitting out front having our daily curb coffee when my notification went off from TSN of this news and it was like oh Owen I don't know what the exact wording was but it's like Owen Power not reporting to Buffalo Sabres which it's not great I mean people that don't understand the game are thinking why would you turn your back on millions of dollars when you could be a you know 18 19 year old rookie with the Buffalo Sabres but you had a good analogy which I'll save and I'll let you say it for yourself this wasn't a big deal to me everybody's different. And if Owen Power thinks that it would help his development to go back for another year, Michigan lost out on a lot of all the great tournaments last year because of COVID, screwed their season. He can wait a year. It's not like he's broke or destitute, and it's not necessarily about money. We had Cole Sillinger who went 
11 picks behind him sitting in that chair last week. He's going to Columbus to make the Blue Jackets at 18. And he's coming out of the United States Hockey League. Cole told us that. Owen Power would make the Buffalo Sabres this upcoming season. He played at the World Championships for Canada and fit right in. You would never have known mm-hmm. his age. But he wants to go back and play college for another year. It's not about the money. He will play for the Buffalo Sabres eventually. He is not signed yet, but he will. And you know, Buffalo isn't necessarily the most attractive place to go play right now anyways. I don't know how the Sabres are dealing with this, other than I would hope to say, you do you, Owen, and we'll see you in a year. But what's your take on this? Yeah, at first, you know, not a big deal. Guys go back to college all the time. Happens and all, you know, obviously once you declare for the NFL draft, guys don't go back. But go back and finish your education. That could be part of it. They do have a very, very good hockey team in Michigan. We know that with all the guys (laughs) that got selected at the top of that draft. So win a national championship, absolutely. But look at Kirby Doc had that same opportunity in Saskatoon just a couple of seasons ago. Yep. You know, the Blades were going to be a Memorial Cup contender. Um, they were one move away from really being a threat. And he's taken third overall by Chicago. Opportunity to play with Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane. And boom, he's gone. And he made that team. So Owen Powers absolutely could have went and made the Buffalo Sabres. But I kind of put, you know, compare this to going to the dentist, right? Putting off the dentist appointment. But guess what? You still have to have the root canal. If it doesn't happen today, it's going to happen next month. He's just putting it off for another year, yeah. right? The, the painful situation that will be Buffalo. Maybe he doesn't sign. I don't know. But that's not a great way to start your career. But uh, look at He's got a good excuse to stay back. Buffalo's not going to be a contender. They're not ready to compete. And Michigan is. So he's doing what's best for him. I don't think it's a, it's a bad thing right now. No, not at all. I just thought the way it was worded by the TSN notification was like, oh, curse is Owen Power not reporting. Eh, it's not as big a deal as you think. No. I think I got to work it now. So. And, and those Buffalo fans, I mean. Oh, poor them. The poor Buffalo fans. You get a little glimmer, a glimmer of hope here, and then all of a sudden it gets ripped away again. So, man, it's going to be another tough year in Buffalo. Uh, yeah. So, we haven't even got to our quick six yet. Play the horn again, Jordan, do you mind? What the heck? Why not? Uh, So, number one, it's CFL game day. I know you've been waiting for that. Uh, Week three opens tonight, Thursday night football on TSN. The BC Lions, one and one, home to the 0-2 Edmonton Elks. Uh, I will be watching. I'm just thinking about what I got going on tonight. Yeah, I'll be watching the football game tonight. I got the BC Lions to win for a couple of reasons. They've been talking all week about finally being able to play at home in front of fans. Limited capacity tonight at BC Place. Michael Riley is the reigning player of the week. Mike always has a chip on his shoulder. Uh, He'll come out and try and pound it down the Edmonton Elks throat, his former team. Edmonton doesn't seem to be anywhere near getting their act together yet. And it's the first game under the new owner, Amar Doman, which we got introduced to on SportsCenter. He just seems like a hell of a nice guy with all the right intentions. They're going to want to put their best foot forward in front of the new boss, right, Moose? Oh, yeah. So I don't know what the betting line is. What do you got? I was just thinking the betting line, so I'm just going to pull it up. What is it? I'll pull it up. We share a brain. Yeah. Uh, BC and Edmonton. Do you want to take a stab at it? I will say BC by 5.5. BC, it looks like uh, the opening line was BC by nine. Whoa! By nine. How Bodog, about that? But Bodog has BC by three and a half only right now. So I'm somewhere in between. So, as always, three and a half. Um, yeah, wow. 
Three and a half. Um, it's going to be a, like BC is a really good football team. And it seems like they're a pretty complete football team right now. Mike Riley probably going to start. You can probably, well, do you want to bet on that? But you can if you Not want to. Not betting on it. <laughs> Look at Trevor Harris, the most accurate quarterback in CFL history. Trevor Harris. Uh-huh. Until the first two games of the season. I'm not sure. I mean, he still has the most passing yards. So they'll move the ball a little bit. But BC is favored. They should be favored. It's exciting times in BC. But, man, there's a lot of pressure on the Elks. Today. Should be a hell of a football game. Yeah, it should. Um, there is breaking news out of Calgary today. And I appreciate our Calgary viewers that are letting us know that according to the Stampeders depth chart, rookie Jake Meyer will start Friday versus Montreal. And Michael O'Connor will be the backup. Obviously, we started up yesterday when I said that Calgary might not win a game without Bo Levi Mitchell. Actually, Stam's blogger, podcaster, and chief punk Ryan Ballantyne said he would take that bet that the Stamps will win a game without Bo. They might, but it's not going to be Friday night. Jake Meyer is a who? No disrespect, but he's not even a household name in his own house. Maybe he'll come out and be the next Jeff Garcia Friday night. I don't know. You and I probably won't be watching because we're going to the movies tomorrow, right? That's right. So, yeah, we'll have to tape it. But it's not O'Connor. It's Jake Meyer getting the call. Would you get something on this? You look like you have something to no, say. No, we were looking at that yesterday. Is Jake Meyer's the other quarterback? Because Dave Dickinson said that, um, hey, everyone says Michael O'Connor's going to start. It wouldn't be so quick to say who's going to start a quarterback. And here they announced Jake Meyer as the starting quarterback. I mean... Is it a reluctance to put O'Connor in? Is it the Canadian stigma of being a Canadian quarterback? I hope not. Jake Myers probably capable, or Dave Dickinson wouldn't name him as the starting quarterback. But, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll probably tape, tape this one and want to watch it because I really want to watch the Owls and see where they're at. But I don't know. Not good in Calgary right now. Uh, no, uh, Dave Dickinson will be playing the quarterback that he believes gives them the best chance to win. That's right. Fair. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. K-Dog's watching regarding the new owner of the BC Lions, Amar Doman. And uh, I'm just calling up the comments here from K-Dog. I like that new Lions owner already. In his words, the CFL needs a bit of a reboot, and I think I'm the guy to do it. Unquote. That's exactly the kind of ownership the CFL needs. People that give a damn and want to see it achieve its potential. I was watching SportsCenter, and I saw the quote from Amar Doman. It wasn't a reboot. He said the CFL needs a rebuild. And uh, I don't know. He can say it, I guess, but we can't. We say it, and we're jerks. Hey? Oh, I know. So I guess if Amar Doman wants to be the guy to kickstart the reboot. Everything you said was right. Sure. He said they need to be connected more in the community. They, uh, I believe he said it was a rebuild, the BC line and the entire Canadian Football League. And I thought, ooh, I thought everything was perfect. That's what I've been led to believe. I love him already. Why? Because he's honest? He's honest. They'll beat that out of him. Well, it's a brand rebuild, right? You got to build the brand up and become a, a force in that BC marketplace. And... You know, sometimes it takes somebody with fresh blood. How often does somebody new come into an organization and instantly they got a hundred ideas on what needs to change? Right? Yeah, and then they're shown the door quite often. But anyway. Right. So I hope that, you know, you need to have that perfect blend of understanding what works, you know, find out what needs to be 
modified, what needs to change. But you also have to have buy-in from everybody. You can't just come in and start dropping bombs everywhere because you're going to upset the apple cart. Um, but it's exciting, really exciting for BC. Uh, yeah. You say people come in with new ideas. Yes. But I've been in those meetings, Moose. We're doing it this way because we've always done it this way. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been there, too. <laughs> right. I've been there, too. So, but when you're the owner, when you're the owner, you do, uh, you um, usually are able to affect change. We'll see. Clay Bombing is watching in Brandon, Manitoba. He says, new Lions owner worth $800 million. Rich guys know good assets when they see it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I, I could just see the, the wheels grinding <laughs> to a halt of like, I don't know. Yeah, no. We, but we, that, we listen, ah, it's like I say all the time. <laughs> it's like these news conferences when the coaches is hired and the GM standing there and they're smiling and shaking hands. I'm like, it's like wedding photos. And over half of them end in a, in a divorce. Listen, we don't know anything about Amar Doman. It was a great day. I loved his suit. That was probably a $3,500 suit that he had on at that news conference in Vancouver. But Amar, this isn't logging in construction, okay? So just leave it to Rick Campbell and leave it to our guys out there, Neil McAvoy. Just stay upstairs and write the checks and let the football guys do their thing. And if you do that, it'll be great. And I'm not, I have nothing against Amar, but I have a, a lot against these owners that buy a team and think they are, what, Jerry Jones is a great example. Figures he at least on has, everything. Yeah, you, 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 you just stay upstairs and eat your shrimp cocktail, and we'll see you after the game, okay? Recovery hour last night, we talked a lot about triggers. <laughs> I was going to say, this guy's probably a mastermind, like offensive coordinator, big football Amar mind. Doman? Yeah, probably. Knows everything about the game. Because he coached his kid in flag football, of course. Now, no. He can, I, I really hope he has his fingers on this group and what he's done with his companies to get to $800 million and all the success he's had. He, in the business of, the, of running the BC Lions, absolutely. The football? Yeah. No, owner's... Let the football guys do the football stuff. I get that. I know that. I let you do the show. This is your thing. Uh, where's that guy in Texas? He must be working today. The guy that was watching illegals cross into America. He's sitting yesterday. up on the post saying, why are you going to get my phone out again? He just wants to watch. Uh, this from Claude Telefer on YouTube. He says, this league needs fresh ideas. Ain't going to come from the old boys club. No, but they're back playing this year, and please tell me what's changed. I'll wait. Mm -hmm. Point two, NFL notes. I got written down. Concern over Dak Prescott. Can we just get to week one and forget about all this? Thank you. Point three, my National Hockey League Atlantic Division predictions. I've gone the last two days with picks that have gone over reasonably okay, except for me having Anaheim number three in the Pacific. Here's what I got in the Atlantic Division of the National Hockey League for this upcoming season, okay? Are you ready? Yes. The Boston Bruins, number one. The Florida Panthers, number two. They're hungry. Number three, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Slipped back a little bit, and they've lost some pieces. Four, the Montreal Canadiens, because they weren't a flash in the pan. Five, the, uh, did I say the Leafs? Hang on. One, Boston. Two, Florida. Three, Tampa. Four, the Toronto Maple Leafs. 
They'll be the top Canadian team. Thank you. They'll be the top Canadian team, the Toronto Maple Leafs, but then they'll fizzle in the playoffs. Okay. We all know that. Yeah. Five, the Montreal Canadiens, because they weren't a flash in the pan, and they'll be a, they'll be a playoff team. They'll find a way maybe to get in. Uh, six, Ottawa. Seven, Detroit. Eight, the Buffalo Sabres. The Owen Powerless Buffalo Sabres. And maybe the Jack Eichel-less. Can they be ninth or tenth in an eight-team division? That's how bad the Buffalo Sabres are going to be. One Boston, two Florida, three Tampa, four Toronto, five Montreal, six Ottawa, seven Detroit, eight the Buffalo Sabres. Put that on Twitter this morning around 8.30 Eastern. I've had like literally no blowback on any of that. Seems like everybody agrees. Yeah, not bad. Even the Leafs fans didn't disagree with right. that. It's a tough division. Might be the toughest. No, nah, they're not the toughest. The, the next toughest I, is the Metropolitan Division. I agree. There's no doubt about that. I agree. Um, oh, point four. I guess the Blue Jays are done. Marcus Semyon homered twice. Washington beat the Jays 8-5. That was, that was fun. We're going to start watching the Yankees now. They're fun. I know. It's over. I know. The pundits were right. Uh, point four. The CEBL handed out their awards last night in Edmonton. It's championship weekend, don't you know? You can watch on CBC, CBC Gem, Canadian Elite Basketball League. Xavier Moon has won the player of the year for the third consecutive season from the Edmonton Stingers. Get this guy into the NBA. And the Canadian Player of the Year, who was also named the Clutch Player of the Year, Lindell Wigginton of the Hamilton Honey Badgers. Remember that name. Oh, and point six, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders named their Plaza of Honor yesterday. I got thoughts that I'll get to on that later on their induction class. Chris Getzlaff, Andy Fantuz, Gabe Patterson, and Paul Hill. But that's, let's save that for another segment. This has been the warm-up for Ecole Electric. Stop by and visit our new data and lighting center, Ecole Electric. Let's get to work. We're going to the nation's capital next to chat with the great A.J. Jakubik, voice of the Red Blacks from TSN 1200 Radio. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.